Good morning. You may recall that uh, Abraham and Sarah had a son named Isaac. And Isaac and his wife, Rebecca, in turn, had uh, two twin sons, Esau and Jacob. Now, Esau was born first. I mean, they were twins, but he came out first, so to speak. So he got the birthright. And Jacob, his twin, came out second. Now, interestingly enough, Jacob means heel in Hebrew. And uh, Jacob was a little bit of a heel, as we shall see. Later on in life, um, one day, Jacob was making a pot of fakes, uh, lentil soup, which is, uh, can be very delicious if it's made right. And Esau turns to his brother Jacob and he says, sort of put in modern terms, hey man, I'm hungry, can you give me some soup? And Jacob responds, uh, sure, give me your birthright, and I'll give you some soup. And so Esau was hungry, so he didn't think, and he said, I'm about to die of hunger here, just, just give me some soup. And so Esau sold his birthright for a bowl of fakes, a bowl of lentils. So what is this birthright that Esau sold? This birthright was the right to become the ancestor of Christ, the Messiah. And so Jacob's descendants became the Hebrew people, not Esau's. They knew because of this birthright that God was going to send the Savior, the Messiah, into the world through them. And as time went on, the Hebrews learned certain prophecies about the Messiah. They knew, for example, that he would come from the tribe of Judah. But they knew they were all required to have children because even if they were not of the tribe of Judah, one of their daughters might marry someone from the tribe of Judah and thus be an ancestor of Christ. And this is why it was something to be ashamed of for the Hebrews not to have children. This was because they also didn't know the medical reasons why someone might not have a child. And this brings us to today's feast day. Today, we celebrate the prophet and priest Zacharias and Elizabeth, the parents of St. John the Baptist, whose beheading we commemorated last Sunday. Zacharias and Elizabeth were both very old and they were sad that they could not have children. They did not know when the Messiah would come and they feared that since they did not have a child, they were somehow hindering the coming of the Messiah into the world. Had they lived today, mind you, at this point they were very old, they probably would discover there was absolutely no medical reason why they couldn't have a child. God allowed this to happen only because he wanted Zacharias and Elizabeth and only them to be the parents of the forerunner, St. John, the baptizer of Christ. And since St. John was to be the forerunner, it, he had to come just before God himself took flesh from the Virgin Mary. The Virgin Mary, who, by the way, as you may know, is the cousin of St. Elizabeth, St. John's mother. And so God would become a human being, Jesus Christ. Now, Apostle Paul the mouthpiece of the Lord tells us in the, his epistle to the Galatians that when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law who might receive adoption of sons. This is the promise made to Abraham and the birthright 
that Esau sold to Jacob. This fullness of time means that it was the perfect time for Christ to be born. The Roman Empire had united the known world. And just like English is spoken today, Greek was spoken everywhere, thanks to Alexander the Great some centuries before. And the Romans had built excellent roads. Now some of these roads today are even still in use. Some highways in Europe are paved over on top of Roman roads. And this is what led to the expression, perhaps, all roads lead to Rome. It was coined by the French scholar Alain de Lille. I looked it up, actually, in the year 1175. And although it's likely that he was repeating something that was said before, as it makes sense. And that said, there was no better time for Christ to be born and for the gospel to preach then in the first century. Because of the Roman Empire uniting the known world, the people's receptiveness to hear the gospel, and for the Greek language to be given in, in the Roman roads for the apostles to reach them, it was the best time, the fullness of time for Christ to be born. And since Christ had to be born at that time, St. John the Foreigner had to come just before him, and there was no one more righteous than St. John's parents, Zacharias and Elizabeth, to be his parents. And so, unfortunately, he had to wait a little longer, and that's why they were very old when God gave them St. John. And God did not make Zacharias and Elizabeth wait to punish them or to test them, but to bless and to glorify them with the best son, the very best son they could ever have or ever want, St. John the Forerunner, who would announce to the world that Christ was coming into the world and to baptize Christ. Had Zacharias and Elizabeth been able to have children at a younger age, it is not even likely they would have kept on trying later on in life. But keeping the birthright to become the Messiah's ancestor that Jacob had bought from Esau in mind, they still wanted to have a child in their old age. But God loved them so much, he wanted to give, them, to give birth to forerunner St. John the Baptist. And so, may St. John the Baptist and forerunner of Christ and his parents, St. Zacharias and Elizabeth, pray to Christ our God for us. Amen.